Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 14th of December. 14 Lok Sabha MPs were suspended today over an uproar over the security breach that took place in the parliament yesterday. Five of them, Congress MPs, have been suspended for the remainder of the ongoing winter session of the parliament due to alleged misconduct and disregard of the House and authority of the chair. News reports said that they shouted slogans in protest in the House despite warnings. Later, four Congress MPs, two CPIM MPs, two DMK MPs and one CPI MP were also suspended. Meanwhile, at Rajya Sabha, TMC MP Derek O'Brien was suspended today for ignoble misconduct amid tension over the incident of security breach in the parliament. Yesterday, two men had jumped into the Lok Sabha chambers from the visitors' gallery and burst smoke canisters. O'Brien had asked for a discussion on the same, demanding that Union Home Minister Amit Shah be present in the House to answer for the incident. Chair Jagdeep Dhankar called O'Brien's behaviour a serious misconduct and said that the MP had defied the chair. The Rajya Sabha adopted a motion to suspend O'Brien for the rest of the winter session. Opposition MPs slammed the centre for these suspensions, saying that O'Brien was well within his rights to demand a statement from Amit Shah over the incident. They also criticised the centre for taking no action against the BJP MP who authorised the entry of the two men in Parliament who caused the breach. A day after the security breach, the Lok Sabha Secretariat has suspended eight security personnel, Hindustan Times reported. Citing officials familiar with the matter, the report said that the suspensions were based on preliminary findings that the two men had managed to hide canisters inside their shoes, meaning frisking was not properly done. The two men had yesterday jumped from the visitors' gallery into the parliament's chamber, releasing smoke and shouting slogans. They were subsequently nabbed and taken away. At the same time, two others sprayed smoke and shouted slogans outside the parliament complex. The incident had taken place on the anniversary of the 2001 parliament terror attack. Delhi police has registered a case under the stringent UAPA Act in connection with the incident. Police said the security breach had been well coordinated by six people, out of which five people have been nabbed. The additional Solicitor General of India, S.V. Raju, assured the Supreme Court today that central agencies will follow the 2020 CBI Manual on Digital Evidence until guidelines regarding the same are finalised, LiveLaw reported. The ASG took the undertaking on behalf of the central agencies. A bench of Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul and Sudhanshu Dhulia were hearing a plea filed by the Foundation of Media Professionals and a public interest litigation by five academics. They sought guidelines for the seizure of personal electronic devices by investigating agencies. The Supreme Court has, on several occasions, stressed on the need for robust safeguards to protect the privacy and freedom of people, especially journalists, from arbitrary seizure of digital devices. The hearing today had to be adjourned due to the law officer requesting for more time. 
Justice Call, however, pointed out that notice in the matter had been issued in 2021 and this had been going on for quite some time now. Listeners, be it the searches at NewsClick, BBC, The Wire or at the homes of journalists in several states over the last few years, the seizure of journalists' digital devices have often underlined two issues pertaining to journalistic privilege and the fundamental right to privacy. I spoke to several journalists and writers to understand the toll that this takes on their personal and professional lives. One such reporter, whose two phones and a laptop were seized, told me, and I quote, All the contacts and sources that I have built over the years are lost. The stories that used to take me four to five hours to write are now taking around two days as I have to ask around for numbers or reach out to people through social media platforms. I usually do at least 20 articles a month, but now I have just done four to five, unquote. You can read the full report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Incomplete Reports Financial Toll, The Burden of Digital Device Seizures on Journalists' Outlets. The reason we are able to bring you such stories is because we don't rely on the support of political parties or advertisers. We rely only on the support of readers and listeners like you. If you're not a part of our independent ecosystem already, head on to newslaundry.com slash subscription and choose a plan of your choice. And as always, pay to keep news free. The Allahabad High Court has allowed a plea seeking the appointment of a court commissioner to inspect Mathura's Eidgah Mosque in connection with the Krishna Janmabhumi Shah Eidgah Mosque dispute, Baran Bench reported. The order was passed today by a bench of Justice Mayank Kumar Jain in the petition filed on behalf of the Hindu deity Bhagwan Shri Krishna Virajman and seven others. The plea claims that Lord Shri Krishna's birthplace lies beneath the mosque and that there are many signs that the mosque is a Hindu temple. It demands full ownership of the 13.37 acres of land around the mosque. The main suit sought the removal of the Mathura Shah Eidgah Masjid, but a civil court had dismissed it in 2020. However, following an appeal before the Mathura District Court, this decision was overturned. In July, a Varanasi District Court had passed an order allowing a scientific survey of the Gyanwapi Mosque in the city over petitions by Hindu litigants. The Republic-controlled U.S. House of Representatives has formally authorized the ongoing impeachment inquiry against President Joe Biden, AFP reported. The resolution was approved by a vote of 221 to 212, with Republicans voting unanimously to formalize the investigation and Democrats voting against it. Republicans have accused Biden of being involved in his son Hunter Biden's controversial dealings. But even if the inquiry leads to an impeachment trial, it is unlikely that the Democratic Senate will convict Biden. After the vote, Biden called the inquiry a baseless political stunt and said that Republicans in the House were attacking him with lies. Allegations against Biden's son are related to incidents that took place before he became president. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. 
go to newslaundry.com/subscription be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent for the smoothest news laundry experience download our app watch our shows listen to our podcasts read our reports stay informed pay for news protect democracy save the world